Thank you for tuning in to Timely and Timeless Truth Podcast with Danny Varghese. We hope and pray that you will be blessed by the hearing of the Word of God. Here is Danny Varghese with today's scripture meditation. Today we will look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 24. Let me read it for you. Do not live for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But live for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. This is a portion from the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus shares with his disciples. The Sermon on the Mount is a heart-to-heart conversation that Jesus has with his disciples on certain important topics. And this particular passage talks about treasures. Jesus begins by saying, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. And then he gives us reasons as to why we shouldn't do that. He gives us four reasons. Number one, because moth will destroy it. Number two, because rust will destroy it. Number three, because thieves will break into them. Number four, because thieves will steal them. Then he says, instead, lay up treasures for yourselves in heaven. He gives us the reasons for doing that as well. The reasons for that are the exact opposite of why we shouldn't lay up treasures on the earth. Number one, because moth will not destroy it. Number two, because rust will not destroy it. Number three, because thieves will not break into it. Number four, because thieves will not steal it. A moth is an insect that gets on clothing, gets on garments, and destroys it. But not just on any clothing. It is clothing that is unused. Why would we have unused clothing? It's because we have so much clothing that some of our clothing gets unused. And so moth gets on the clothing and garments that are unused. What is rust? Rust is what gets on metal. It's what destroys Metal, not just any metal, but metal or tools that are not being used. Unused tools, unused metal will get rusted. Where do thieves break in and steal? They steal and break in where there is abundance, where there is stored possessions, things that are not possibly being used. And so Jesus uses these terms, these ideas to communicate to us the importance of investing our treasure in the right place. So there are two places that we can lay up our treasures, Jesus says. One place is on earth, which can be considered temporal. The other place is in heaven, which can be considered eternal. If you were to lay up your treasures on the earth, then you will lose it. You will not have it, is what Jesus says. Then the question becomes, Why even invest in something? Invest in a place that you know 
you will end up losing or not having. However, in one of these places, in the heavens, your treasure is secure, it is safe, and it is worth investing. Jesus does not say, do not lay up for yourselves treasures anywhere. In fact, he just tells us where it is best to lay up our treasures and why we should lay up our treasures in a certain place. It is much like an investment broker or an investment advisor giving advice as to where it is best to invest and what things are best to invest with. He's just giving us advice here. How would you define treasure? If we read verse 21 where Jesus says, Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. We can get a definition from that particular statement. A treasure is something that we hold precious, is something that we hold valuable, is something that has value. And so, normally speaking, logically speaking, our heart is connected to that thing which has value, which is precious. Our heart is connected to our treasures. It is much like a leash connected to an animal. The leash or the animal goes wherever the other goes. It is inseparable. Jesus is asking, where do we lay up our treasures? In what way do we expend our energy, our skill, our effort, our health, our time? Is what Jesus is asking. The second portion of this passage is an illustration from Jesus. He says, the eye is the lamp of the body. If we were to consider our eyes, our eyes are to see things clearly or to see things for what they really are. But if our eyes are bad or unhealthy, then we do not see things for what they really are. In Jewish times, in Jewish terms, the eye is interchangeably used with the heart. So the statement can be read this way, the heart is the lamp of the body. In other words, your heart, which is connected to the treasure on the earth, is the lamp of your body, or the heart that is connected to the treasure in heaven is the lamp of your body, is what Jesus is saying. If your eye is healthy, if your heart is healthy, then your whole body will be full of light. If your heart is connected to the treasure in heaven, then your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. In other words, if your heart is bad, then your whole body will be full of darkness. Again, it can be restated this way. If your heart is connected to the treasure on earth, then your whole body will be full of darkness. What we are learning here from Jesus' words is this, that the treasure that is laid up on the earth is the bad kind of treasure, The treasure that is laid up in heaven is the good kind of treasure. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness, is what Jesus is saying. When we consider our bodies, we normally just think of the external, the physical. We rarely think about the spiritual, but our whole body is made up of both the physical and the spiritual. So Jesus is saying... The eye, the heart, is the lamp of the whole body. If the heart or the eye, which is supposed to give light, gives darkness in the form of light, 
Jesus is saying how great is the darkness that is within us. The body is already dark without light in its natural state, but with the heart it is supposed to give light or get light, but if through the heart it gives more darkness, how great is the darkness is what Jesus is saying. Your heart is crucial. It gives light. It gives life. Let me take your attention to Luke chapter 12, where there is a particular individual that comes to Jesus in the crowd and says that his brother is not dividing his inheritance with him. And Jesus responds to him saying, Who has made me a judge or an arbitrator over your situation? And then he says this statement to him, Your life does not consist in the abundance of possessions, which is a very important statement to take heed of. Furthermore, Jesus goes into a parable of a rich man who had plenty of crops and got to a point where he did not know how to store them. So he decides for himself, I'm going to tear down my existing barns and build up larger ones so I can store them, so I can relax, drink, and be merry. But God says to him, Fool, your soul is required of you tonight. All these things that you have prepared, whose will they be? That's a crucial question. That's a very pointed statement that God is telling this particular man who decides to store up all his treasures in larger barns. He addresses him, God addresses him with the word fool. The Bible says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. The person who lays up treasures on the earth is essentially exclaiming, essentially saying that there is no God because that person is living for the things of this world and not with an eternal perspective or with eternity in mind. In the final section of this main passage of Matthew chapter 6 that we have read today deals with two masters. Jesus says, no one can serve two masters. It all boils down to this. There are only two masters. There are only two kinds of affections, Jesus says. You will love the one and hate the other. You will be devoted to the one and despise the other. Who are the two masters? The two masters are God and money. Money can be equated to materialistic things, material wealth, earthly or worldly things. You cannot serve both. You cannot serve two masters. That is an impossibility. Let me take your attention now to Mark chapter 10 where a rich young man comes to Jesus running and kneels down before him and asks him a very important question. He asks Jesus this, What must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus tells him, You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And this young man tells Jesus, All these I've kept from my youth. But Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said this to him, You still lack one thing. Go sell all that you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Disheartened by this saying, this rich young man went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Again, a definition can be gleaned from this particular passage of what a treasure in heaven is. Here, for this particular man, he would have stored up treasures in heaven if he went and sold everything that he had and gave to the poor instead of just holding on to his great 
possessions. This particular passage says that he went away sorrowful because he had great possessions. Let's go back to the statement that Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, when Jesus said, your life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. But here clearly, this rich young man, his life consisted in the abundance of the great possessions he had because he couldn't let go of it. His heart was connected to that treasure and he couldn't let go of it. As a result, he was laying up treasures on the earth. In Luke chapter 12, also we can gain an understanding of what a treasure in heaven and what a treasure on earth is. One who is rich toward God stores up treasures in heaven. One who is after the earthly things stores up treasure on the earth. If your treasure is on the earth, at the place where moth, rust, and thieves are, then your master is money, the world, the devil. And you're full of darkness. You're led in darkness. And you also lead others in darkness, is what Jesus is saying. But if your treasure is in heaven, where moth, rust, and thieves do not interfere, then your master is God. Your master is heaven. And you are full of light. Not only are you full of light, you are led in light and you lead others in the light. You see, Jesus says all of this to come to this very main question at the end that he's asking the disciples and that he's asking you and me today. The question is, who is your master? There is only one master you can serve, you can submit to. And who is that? Is it God or is it the world? Is it money? Is it earthly things? It is important to consider this question here today. Jesus begins by talking about treasure. He says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Your treasure will determine where your heart is. Your treasure will determine who your master is. What is your pursuit? What is my pursuit? What is my goal? What is my purpose? What are my aspirations? Is it ultimately for earthly gain or is it ultimately for the things of God? Is it ultimately to be rich towards the things of God, towards heaven, towards eternity, is what Jesus is asking. Interestingly enough, the next section that follows from the section that we meditated on in chapter 6 of Matthew begins with the word therefore and says, do not be anxious. Jesus is essentially saying that if your treasure is in heaven, if your master is God, then there is no reason for you to be anxious. But if your treasure is on the earth and your master is the world, is money, earthly things, then there is reason for you to be anxious. Let me encourage you to read this passage that we read today, but also the passage that follows where Jesus talks about to not be anxious because they are very much connected. I hope this is a question that we ask of ourselves today and the rest of our lives as an ongoing question. Who is our master in the things that we do, in the thoughts that we have, in the actions that we take? Let it be God. Let it be where we are investing treasures in heaven and not on earth, because only the treasures in heaven will have a lasting impact and a lasting influence. May God bless you with these words. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Let the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Have a blessed day. May God bless you.